5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. Election 2019 with David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Six after seven, time for our election wrap on this Wednesday morning, just 10 days out from polling day. And frankly, I'm surprised it took this long for us to again to talk about egging in Australian politics. Seemed inevitable ever since the first idiot to do it was lauded in some circles as some sort of a hero. And again yesterday, someone thought it was a good idea. Well, pardon the pun, but I don't want to over-egg this thing. Um, But at the same time, what my concern for was for Margaret um, and the disregard the individual seemed to have for those others who were in the room. And and, Margaret was a more elderly woman and she was bowled over um, in the exchange. And uh, I was able to help her up to her feet and I've contacted her since and I understand she's had some medical attention and she's fine and that's great. And I'm pleased Margaret is, is, is fine. You know, I've said it a, a number of times and you've heard me say it. You know, we've just got to disagree better about these things. Just because you have a difference of view to someone doesn't mean that you have to engage in these sort of ugly types of protests. It's a great point Scott Morrison makes. It is. I agree with wholeheartedly. Uh, the- See, people complain about the quality of our politicians. And I, I'll talk about this from great personal experience. Mm. And as someone who's now happy that my wife is about to do something different for a living. Yeah. A politician in Australia is, is going to get killed mm. at some point. Yep. I mean, it, it, it has actually happened. It happened to John Newman, the member for Cabramatta. But, you know, we all talk about, oh, you know, politicians, this and that. And, and, they, and they do it to themselves. The parties do it to each other. Yep. We were making that point the other day that it's like mutually assured destruction. Mm. You know, you're seeing that with the primary vote collapsing. But in an open society where people are free to move and free to speak and free to assemble and all of that, if, if, you, if you... And even the other day talking to Smitho, where he was sort of um, making light might be too strong... A term, but being a bit ambivalent about the fact that Nicole Flint in Boothby appears to have a stalker who's been following her. If if all of these things continue, no one with half a brain will go in a public life. Absolutely, that's true, isn't it? Yep, yep. That these people are dehumanised. Yeah, not, it's not. Yeah. it's not comedy anymore. There yeah. are real circumstances, and we we made light. Unless um, we want to be an anarcho-syndicalist commune where we don't actually have a government at all. Yeah, that's right. If that's what we're saying, well, we, we, we don't actually need government. Well, we don't need anyone to run the country or the state. This is the yin and the yang of what we were saying earlier with regard to the Scott Morrison security detail. I reckon there are probably some hard conversations that will happen there today about how in the yeah. hell someone could approach a prime minister and attack him this way. I mean, someone was charged with common assault. The woman has been charged with common assault. Mm. But well, at the same time, it's a nice reflection of... There's not been a need in recent Australian history to have people around the Prime Minister like a phalanx mm. to protect anyone from getting close. Yeah. We're get, approaching a time when that's going to change. She's been charged with common assault. What's going to happen, though? Because Egg Boy, when he attacked Anning, and look, I, I still made that point earlier that with Egg Boy, you know, not, not giving the guy any credence at all, mm. but at least he had the front to rock up and try to confront a bunch of neo-Nazis. Stupid, unacceptable, I know. See, I, but I, I don't like even entertaining that because even even that makes it sound as though 
there is some sort of ideological preference that's so appalling that it becomes okay. Yeah, okay. And yeah, some idiots no, hear that and enough. go, well, I, you know, I think these this, this woman would say Scott Morrison is that bad. He's mm. keeping Manus Island open. Yeah, yeah. So, so she in thinks her mind it's the same. Means you, you're allowed to go and she thinks she's a hero. A country women's association. Exactly. Meeting. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that is a very, very fair point, mate. And I think I should concede it. But the point I was going to make about the Anning kid was, um, he didn't get he didn't get um, found guilty of anything in the yeah, end. Well, that's which is bad. Which is really, really bad. It's it's wrong. Um, everyone. Seems to seem one thing that they can all agree on in this election campaign. This is appalling and disgraceful behaviour. In Australia, we have violence-free elections. People are allowed to protest peacefully, but anything approaching violence is completely unacceptable. If this protester thinks that she will get any sympathy or support from me, she couldn't be more wrong. In terms of people making threats and vile comments, it can happen from time to time. But this is completely unacceptable, and the Prime Minister has my complete sympathy, and, of course, the lady who got knocked down in the process. <laughs> Which, as we said earlier, ended up being a nice picture for Scott Morrison. He was picking up a, hmm. an elderly lady that was, that was knocked over in all the commotion. I want to ask you something, in your experience being a, a long-time editor of newspapers, something you don't see very often, a full-page ads on the right-hand side of the paper and there is there was one yesterday there's another today on page five you open page five of the advertiser yeah it's which staggering. is a, 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 a your big news stories are there i imagine yeah um and you've Pro, got a prime, prime real estate ad. tell us how prime that real estate is well the way the way the human eye works is when you open a newspaper your eye is immediately drawn to the right hand page and there's even all these sort of philosophies in photography i'm not a photographer yep. but people who are, who are listening who are photographers will know that the way you frame a picture, often the the main focus will be in the in the sort of top right hand corner of a, oh, of, a okay. of a landscape, yeah. a landscape image, and you want things a little bit off centre because your eyes naturally sort of drawn to the right. But if you if you've got the paper in front of you now, just as an as an exercise, open the paper and see where your eyes land. They, mm. I've, I've done it here. Well, actually, that's quite an easy one because it's Lady Gaga in the <laughs> All Together on page three. It looks like they brought back the page three girl. But if you turn to well, you, you don't look at page two. Page two, as a journo, if your story lands on page two, it's, journos call it the dull but worthy page. Right. Nobody wants their story yeah, on okay. page two next to the contents. But in today's paper, you turn to page five. Clive Palmer, for the second day in a row, here he is, Save South Australia, cheap electricity, no emissions, nuclear power, doing his, uh, doing his um, let's, uh, let's, let's save the backwater. Um, spiel, again... Right-hand full-page ads command a a massive loading. They can cost as much as forty percent more than a left-hand page ad. And this guy, like Dead said, it's like watching Elton John going to the going to the uh, going to the mall. He is spending money like a madman. <laughs> it was thirty-one million dollars a fortnight ago. God only knows what it's up to now. But yeah, if you want to, if you want to get maximum bang for your advertising dollar, 
right-hand full-page ads. Uh, another person taking out ads at the moment is the Centre Alliance uh, Senate candidate, Sky Kokoschke-Moore. Hers are not in the paper, though. They're on Twitter. Centre Alliance is the new name for the Nick Xenophon team. So, as we know, Nick is no longer involved in South Australian politics, but the team that he had working around him are still here. And that's why we're um, going to contest this next election. I'm running for the party again, Centre Alliance, the new Nick Xenophon team, and we still stand for the same things that we did when Nick was around. Just found interesting that that one was given a little bit of a nudge in the advertising space after our breaking date yesterday that had Centre Alliance yeah. people handing out uh, how to votes, invoking the Xenophon name. That's clearly trading on his name. Absolutely. Hey, just one final thing on the uh, the preferences um, arguments because the Libs are copping a hell of a lot of flack over dealing with uh, uh, um, Palmer United and, and in some cases putting One Nation um, ahead of uh, Labor and the Greens. How's this? In the seat of Richmond, which is, you know, hippy-dippy Byron Bay mm. up there on the uh, north coast of New South Wales, beautiful part of Australia, but a lot of people who, you know, spend most of their time smoking sandalwood and weaving their own yoghurt. Um, the, um, the Labor Party and the Greens have decided to preference an anti-vax candidate ahead of the coalition, and this is in an, in an electorate that's got... The, the lowest rate of immunisation in Australia. It's, it's well, been probably no accident. Then, repeatedly identified by the, the National yeah. Institute for Medical and, 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 and Health Research as the place where all of these hippie lunatics say, we know more about mainstream science, we're not going to immunise our, our children. And then they're immunising these reckless lunatics ahead of the uh, the coalition. One last thought, and I want to give it over to a listener for our election wrap and ask you the question... Can robocalls go beyond being a nuisance and actually become dangerous? Uh, Amanda sent us a text on the Telstra store Mount Barker saying, Last night my mum, who lives in Macon, received a robocall from a nurse called Molly. The call asked how she would feel if someone close to her that was diagnosed that was that she loved was diagnosed with cancer and how she would feel if they couldn't afford the medicine and care and that Mr. Shorten was going to fix this, etc. Unfortunately, that was very upsetting for my mum. My dad was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia towards the end of last year, and after three rounds of chemo in hospital, that was the last thing mum needed to hear at night via a robocall. Uh, robocall. Amanda says, seems new lows have been reached. Can we please encourage them to stop cancer robocalls? Mm. Interesting your thoughts, folks. 8223 0000.